Chargers Patter Hour is a brand new Los Angeles Chargers podcast that combines the latest team news, storylines, guest interviews, and analysis of the games with friendly beer and banter. Catch brand new episodes every Monday and Friday wherever you listen to your podcast. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at PowderHourPodLA. Bolt up. What's up, Bolt fam? Welcome back to episode number 12 of Chargers Powder Hour. I am one half your host. My name is Colin. Unfortunately, today it is just myself. Me and Miles are separated again. I am out of town this time for work. Miles is back home. And uh, right now, while the pod is still just audio only, um, you know, we just thought it was a little easier to record separately um, and, and get episodes out to you guys. Um, versus, you know, trying to, yeah, just take forever. And this just seems to be the easiest way for now. So we appreciate you guys uh, being patient with us. But this episode is going to be out on Tuesday, the 24th. Um, I'm recording this on the 23rd on Monday night uh, live, or shouldn't say live, but uh, from Detroit, Michigan. So shout out Motown, uh, Detroit. Thanks for the hospitality. Um, but yeah, today, uh, we have a few things to talk about because it was the first day of OTAs for the chargers. And that is really exciting because that means a few things that means, uh, some of the players are back on the field. It is just still the voluntary phase of OTAs. So there were a few players missing. Um, we'll cover that here in a second uh, among some other things, but yeah, all, all around just really good to see. The players, the guys back out on the practice field. It was really cool, super fucking cool to see Khalil Mack in a Chargers practice jersey. Uh, you know, fifty deuce out there. Um, that was that was really cool. Among you know guys like Kyle Van Noy and uh, just to see some of the the rookies out there. You know, rookie minicamp is finally done, and these guys are actually kind of getting their first taste of of being with the rest of the team. So. Lots and lots of exciting stuff going on. Um, some news to talk about. Uh, but before we get to that, I did want to start us off with the icebreaker today. So I do have one for you guys. And I know, unfortunately, it's just myself. So we won't get Miles feedback. But, you know, I just, I really like doing these icebreakers. I think this is something that we're going to continue to do because it, it just seems to kind of get every episode kicked off on a, on a fun note. So I have one for you guys. I thought I would just throw it out into the abyss and whenever wherever you're listening to this um feel free to you know answer for yourself and and uh you know take it and run with it so if you could hang out with a charger for a whole day who would it be and why i know the popular answer 
is going to be Justin Herbert, and it it should be. I mean, he's the quarterback. He's the star of the team, one of the stars of the team. He is uh, the face of the franchise, and he's just an overall baller, you know? Um, so I, I get that's going to be the, the, the popular answer. I'm going to take it a different direction, and, you know, I'm going to frame it as to, you know, who, who do I think would be fun to hang out with and who would I also want to hang out with. So it's got to, for me, it's got to check both boxes because as much as I would want to say Justin Herbert, you know, I just, to me, I, I don't think he would want to go out and necessarily like, you know, go drinking, maybe hit a few clubs, um, you know, night out on the town. That doesn't really seem like that's his forte. And I am, I totally respect that. Um, you know, my quarterback right there. Uh, but with that being said, I'm going to probably go Keenan Allen. He seems like a lot of fun. I also think <laughs> – I also think Mike Williams would be a lot of fun to hang out with. Something about those receivers. I just think that those guys are – you know, the energy they bring. And, uh, yeah, they just seem like fun guys to hang out with. On the defensive side of the ball, who could I throw in there? Um Gosh, this is a tough one. This is why I need Miles here to, you know, kind of go off of. Um, but, yeah, I'll, you know, final answer, I'm going to go Keenan Allen. Yeah, I would like to hang out with Keenan Allen for a day. I would love to pick his brain. Uh, you know, we could play some hoops. We could go grab a beer. We could go hit the links, play nine, go play 18. And, uh, yeah, I just think that would be a really, a really fun day. Um, so, let us know what you guys think. Uh, who would you guys want to hang out with for an entire day? Anyone on, on the Chargers roster? Um, is it an offensive player? Is it a defensive player? Let us know. Um, you can tweet us at PowderHourPodLA on Twitter. And we are also on Instagram at the same handle. Um, you can message us um, or you know we'll, we'll post a story tomorrow and uh, you guys can reply to that. But let us know who would you guys want to spend the entire day with if you had the chance to. All right, so with that being said, day one of OTAs is in the books. The Chargers uh, did some drills. They were about half speed today. No pads, obviously. Offense, defense, um, rookies, everyone out there. It is still the voluntary phase, so there were a few guys missing. I'm going to go over those here in a sec. But, man, it's just so refreshing to you know get onto Twitter, get on Instagram, and actually see content posted by the Chargers of guys on the field, you know, in their helmets, in their practice jerseys. It's just, man, it's, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So let's dive in here. Takeaways from the first day of OTAs, um, attendance. The Chargers had a pretty good attendance today. A few key notable players missing. Um, the first one that we're going to talk about uh, probably made the biggest headlines just because of his contract situation. No Jerry Tillery today for the Chargers. And, you know, Brandon Staley uh, was asked about that. And, uh, you know, it, it's voluntary phase. So, you know, coaches aren't going to get pressed too hard because, you know, we don't really know until mandatory phase starts who's holding out and who isn't. But uh, Brandon Staley did mention that, you know, they went off, they went out this offseason and acquired two starting caliber interior defensive linemen in Austin Johnson and Sebastian Joseph Day. He also said that, you know, Jerry Tillery has not established himself quite yet in this league, which 
I mean, I guess that's that's nice coach speak for basically saying that you know he's already not the starter, and um, that'll be an interesting you know storyline to kind of follow. Um, you know, will Tillery hold out? Uh, will he hear those statements and and think, well, you know, maybe I shouldn't even show up if I'm not gonna you know be a starter or, or be in the you know a starting role, but. Chargers fans everywhere. I don't. I don't think this really bothers people a whole lot. You know, um, unfortunately, Tillery just has not panned out as a number one draft pick. And you know, there's still hope. There's still hope that he can pull his head out of his ass. I don't know, and put together a decent season worth maybe holding out over. I, I don't even know. It's not that big of a deal at the end of the day. I don't want to talk about it anymore because, again, it's still a voluntary phase of OTAs. But no Jerry Tillery. Next one, uh, no J.C. Jackson. And when I first saw this, I was a little nervous. Not, I mean, I don't even know why there was a reason to be nervous. But you always want to see you know players at OTAs, whether it's voluntary or not. Um, but luckily... Thankfully, there is a really good explanation for this one. He had flight issues coming out of Boston, according to Brandon Staley. So he should be back with the team, hopefully as soon as tomorrow, uh, once he gets that resolved and uh, gets out to Southern California. So uh, no J.C. Jackson, but that was due to flight issues. Also, uh, notable players that were also not there today include Joey Bosa, Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, and Kenneth Murray. So from the jump, looking at that group does not worry me one bit. You know, Bosa, Eckler, Mike Williams, they're veterans. They're leaders on the team. They're going to be here when it counts. And, you know, if, if it means they're getting a little bit of extra rest or, you know, they're just, you know, kind of slowly gearing back up into uh, shape or, you know, just into to football mode, whatever it is, those guys are awesome at taking care of their bodies. I have no worries about them. Uh, Kenneth Murray, however, you know, he is coming off the ankle surgery. So we don't really know his status. Brandon Staley did say he expects K9 to be ready for camp. So, you know, uh, hopefully that's, you know, on par and, you know, we don't get to the dog days of the summer and, you know, Kenneth Murray is still in a boot or, you know, not uh, not clear to, to to practice or, or do any physical contact because like it or not, Kenneth Murray is going to be a big part of that linebacking group this year when he does get back, and we do need him to really step up this year. Hopefully, that ankle surgery cleared up whatever it was going on last year. He never looked right. You know, I think it was week three against Dallas, maybe um, week two or three, where you know he. He heard it, and it just kind of lingered and, and, you know, fucked his whole season up. So hopefully that takes care of that, and, and, and he can have a, a, a nice showing again this year. But um, as far as those guys that were not there, um, you know, on a on a 1 to 10 worry scale, uh, I'm about a 1. <laughs> so uh, nothing really, uh, you know, serious going on there. Uh, another interesting development from the first day of OTAs. JT Woods was on the field, um, but it is also noted from Daniel Popper that he still has not signed his rookie contract. Um, 
But good news with that because he is out on the field, which should mean that he signed or has signed his injury waiver, which is good news. Sounds like they're getting closer and closer to a deal. Sounds like they just have to uh, you know, dot the I's and cross the T's, and, and he's, he's all, all set and taken care of. But um, he's out on the field. That's good to see. You know, good to see him in the Charger blue for the first time. And, uh, yeah, just really looking forward to JT Woods. So let's get that cleared up, and, and he should be ready to rock. Uh, okay, two big pieces that the Chargers acquired this offseason, Khalil Mack and Kyle Van Noy. Let's talk about those guys. So Khalil Mack, man, he looks good in Charger blue. God, does he look good in Charger blue. I'm so excited to see him an actual Charger. I mean, the the practice jersey, I don't know. The practice jersey to me just like it's I don't know if it's slightly a different color of powder blue. I don't know. They they just look a little different to me for whatever reason. But nonetheless, still get to to just see him out there on the practice field. Uh Daniel Popper also reporting he primarily did individual drills. Not not a ton with the team, if any, with the team. Um, not sure. Just says primarily individual, and um, you know, these are. Oh, this is why OTAs are great. You know, you acquire guys in the off season. You know, thankfully, a guy like Cleo Mack has been in Brandon Staley's scheme, so he might be a little caught up more than you know other guys normally would be. But it just gives those new guys, especially the younger guys, a chance to you know kind of get familiar with you know whether it's the coaching staff or, you know, if it's a brand new scheme, whatever it is, it's, it's just good to get them in house and, uh, and up to speed. So really good to see Cleo Mack in a chargers uni, uh, Kyle Van Noy, another interesting development with him. He today, uh, it's reported that he worked primarily with the linebackers instead of the defensive ends and not really surprised there. You know, I think if Kenneth Murray is healthy and yeah, you know, if Kenneth Murray is healthy, he's probably splitting time, if not spending a little bit more time with the DNs, I would guess. But, you know, the luxury of having a Kyle Van Noy on your roster, and we talked about this, I believe, uh, you know, in the Championship Moves episode, I believe that was episode number six, uh, when we acquired Van Noy and guys like Bryce Callahan. You know, they provide a luxury that the Chargers haven't really had in years past, and it's depth, and it's championship caliber depth, which is the most important part because there's depth and then there's championship caliber depth where you have a guy like Khalil Mack, or excuse me, Kyle Van Noy coming in to replace a starter versus a Jerry Tillery coming in to replace a starter. There's a difference there. So... Uh, it would not surprise me if Kyle Van Noy is actually starting at linebacker week one. While I mean, I don't know. This all depends on Kenneth Murray's timeline. So who the fuck knows? But I mean, it makes sense uh, that he's lining up at linebackers just with you know the the lack of depth there and and you know the just the oodles of depth that we have on the defensive line. The Chargers haven't had you know, that kind of depth since, you know, the mid to late 2000s. And that's just, it's really exciting. It's really exciting. You know, this is something that I was telling Miles about. I'm, I'm more excited about 
the depth signings this offseason than, you know, the, the big signings. Like, yeah, the J.C. Jacksons, the Cleo Max, those are huge signings that, you know, typically the Chargers have never, they've never been the organization to go after those top market guys, whether or not they could afford them or not, or, you know, scheme fit, whatever it is. So it was really cool to see them, you know, go out and get the top guys on the market because that's something as a fan, you know, we're not really used to seeing. But more importantly, what Brandon Staley and Tom Telesco did after those signings to really solidify the depth on this roster just has me so fucking excited for this team because, again, like, you know, thinking back over the last decade of Chargers football, it just has that hasn't been the case, and this is a, a problem that is like a luxury. I mean, it's it's a a really good problem to have, you know, is having just a stacked defensive line, and you know, also having guys having the ability to play multiple positions, and it's no surprise that you know a lot of the guys that Staley brought in, they're not, you know, they can play inside, they can play outside, they can play linebacker, they can play edge, you know, they can play edge, they can move inside, you know, if they move inside, or if they're inside, they can kick outside. Brandon Staley had a plan this offseason, and that plan was to get deeper, and it was to be a more complete team. And part of that had to do with going out and finding guys that he was comfortable with, that he was familiar with, but also, you know, they can play multiple positions. These are athletes that he's bringing in, which, yeah, they're all athletes. They're all in the NFL. I, I get that. But, like, guys that can play two or three or more positions at the NFL level, that, that, those guys are different breeds. Of, I mean, they're, they're championship caliber pieces. And that's what matters. That's why we should be excited I'm so freaking excited that OTAs is underway. Football is back in a sense. And man, I cannot wait until a training camp. But that is all we have for you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Chargers Powder Hour, episode number 12. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Powder Hour Pod LA for all the latest news and updates about the show. And don't forget to bolt up. Peace. Peace.